It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, folks, and welcome to the Flying Whipper Production Studios. We are here live. I've got a new cohort tonight. This is Mike. Welcome aboard, Mike. Thank you, sir. We've got our trusty brother, Bob, working the uh, the back door scene, and I brought my old friend from work, Cartier. He used to be on radio in Chicago, WGCI. He was on uh, 10 to 6, so if you remember the name Cartier from back in the 90s, he was he was the man back then. So let's get right to it. Uh, Bob, it's a culmination of what's been a very long season. I'm a- I'm already starting to have some pre-depression depression. I know. <sighs> it's just tough after football because it brings so much joy to our life for 17 weeks. Well, yeah, and we're, we're we're like a month away from March Madness. The NBA is like, I don't know, 8 million years away from the finals and the playoffs, and I don't care about the NBA until we get there. And it looks like we're not going to get baseball I know, on that time. That sucks. That sucks, but... We've waited this long, and the reward is here. My Cincinnati Bengals, who they, who they think going to beat them Bengals? Uh, if you had money for them to be in the Super Bowl and win it, you're going to be very rich. I think one guy stands to win a lot of money. Oh, is, it, is that that mattress guy in Houston? Well, he, he didn't pick him at the beginning <laughs> of the season. He picked him to win the Super Bowl a couple weeks ago. And that kind of scares me because he's lost like the last five large bets he's made. Well, he's hedging his bets. So, yeah. I mean... <sighs> He's always an interesting fellow, and it's and it's interesting. So he has to go across the border into Louisiana to place his bets, and he's got to spread his bets around because yeah. he can only bet like four hundred grand at a shot, which I would love to have that problem. Yeah, yeah, he's he's quite a character, um, but we'll see. I, I I hope he wins this bet for sure. So let's kind of break it down. Let's let's break it down. Okay. And then we got some prop bets that might make some people some money or. Anyway, we'll have our thoughts. So, you know, I went through it today, and uh, I'm going to break it down to the Bear quarterback. Who's the best quarterback? Mike, your opinion? I I think they're both great, and obviously Stafford. Stafford's yeah, got the experience. Move forward there. Stafford's got the experience uh, in the NFL. Not a lot of big game experience. I don't know, three big games in a row. Yeah, well, yeah, but Joe Burrow. Pure talent is definitely magic. And I think someone's already said the magic Tom Brady name, but it's a little early for that. But Burrow is going to outplace Stafford. I'm very confident. Uh, I don't, I mean, I mean, Drew's, Drew's homerness for the Bengals notwithstanding. Burrow's has to stay on his feet. I think he's going to spend a lot of that game, a lot of this game on his back. Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and the rest of that L.A. Ram defensive okay, line I agree. So is going to hurt him. I'll go back to the original question. The two quarterbacks, which one would you want on your starting Super Bowl team, as is right now? No question. Do Joe Burrow. In a vacuum? Um, within the next 30 seconds, just a 30-minute No, I mean, with, I mean, no, no. With their offensive line or no, by no, themselves? I'm talking about right now. Your, your quarterback... Which, which is the As better currently constituted? Which is the better quarterback? Give me Stafford. Okay. I'm going to go with Burrow, and here's why. Um, Stafford's a proven loser. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
That's a fact. Go Detroit. No, no, right? Detroit's a proven loser. He's and, a proven winner in L.A. And, and being from Ohio, I won't say because he played most of his career in Michigan. <clears throat> I won't say that. But the guy's never really won a big game. This is a big game, okay? He did have some talent in Detroit. He had Calvin Johnson. He had some talented teams. He couldn't take them next level. So in my mind, I've got Joe Burrow, who took LSU on his back and won. So he's a big game guy. He won a national championship, and I believe you can fact check it. Fine, he, he, play, he played well in college. He was an underdog. And he plays, he's played well in the NFL. He's play, he's played pretty well in the NFL. The guy but, just came back but, from an ACL injury. <laughs> he should be MV, uh, most valuable, not the most valuable player, but he should be the um, most improved Trivia player. question. Which quarterback has won more playoff games, Joe Burrow or Matt Stafford? Matt Stafford. Wrong. They both won the same number of playoff games. They it's both won three. Question. That was a trick okay. question. And how many time, How many years has, again, to my point, how many years has Stafford been in the league? Right. Okay, how many weapons does Stafford have? He's got a lot, so he's got no excuses. We'll get to that. OBJ? Yeah, he's got no excuses. Cooper Cup's the best receiver in football this year, hands down. Yes. I mean, I mean, you, you, you can't dispute it, but let's, let's go on. You, you guys, you guys will take Burroughs. I'm taking Stafford. Stafford's going to throw up better stats than, than Burroughs was. Burroughs uh, I would like to make a quick comment about the previous game. When, when everyone watched Kansas city up 21, three, how many people thought that Cincinnati was going to come back and win that game? And I, I'm going to give a lot of credit to the quarterback. How many plays did Joe Burrows play on defense for the Bengals? Uh, whatever. Well, let me ask you this. How many, how many times did uh, Burrows land on his back on the road? Um, Against the Titans, nine. Nine. So <laughs> the guy can lay on his back and still win football games. He, he, he can, can stay upright and win football games. He went on the road twice and took his team to victory. Stafford has had a definitely, you got to admit, an easier route to the Super Bowl than Joe Burrow. Oh, oh don't tell me. So that. they played San Francisco. They, okay, yeah. San Francisco. They beat, they beat the, the Falcons. Juggernaut that is. I'm not the Falcons, the, uh, the Buccaneers, the reigning Super Bowl champions, yeah, and then the being Cardinals. quarterbacked by the GOAT. And the Cardinals. And the GOAT. And, yeah, and the Cardinals. Yeah, those are three legitimate foes. Yeah, and but but to your point, Drew, the the Bengals had a more impressive run, which nobody expected. Yeah. They, they are the Cinderella team. L.A. Rams are the team that everyone expected to be exactly where they are. Yeah, that's uh, so. Wait, I don't know about a lot of people picked them to win the Super Bowl. I a lot think, of people. I did. think Tampa yeah. Bay. Wait, a Tampa Bay and Green Bay were definitely picked ahead of this team. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. If you look at the Super Bowl props third season, this is all in for LA. They got Stafford. Oh yeah, this was, They they got Von Miller. Von Miller. OBJ mid season. You got Sony Michelle. You got Cam Akers. They. This is an all in year. Oh so yeah. They, and nothing less than a Super Bowl going into the season was going to be a disappointment. They don't have a first round pick until 2024. Yeah, I mean, this is all in. This <laughs> yeah. is an all in year. Yeah, but at the end of the year, clearly people were picking Green Bay and Tampa over over Rams were I would, I'd give Rams number 3. Maybe able to do the preseason the preseason uh Vegas odds. You may be wrong on that. Well, I don't know about the preseason, I'm talking about as we are approaching the playoffs, certainly Green Bay and Tampa were the considered I'm the one about to start the season. Yeah, okay, to, to start, start the season. season. I can't remember but that far back. Um but we do agree on something tonight. What's that? We agree on Joe Burrow. Burrows, but you're both wrong. Offensive line. Okay, clearly the offensive line goes to um, the L.A. Rams. 
Well, am I looking for a screen door from my house or an actual steel yeah, door? Yeah, I mean, our, our offensive line sucks. Yeah. yeah, it has some issues. And, uh, you know, I love Ohio State, but that offensive lineman, Prince, he's, he's sorry, Mom. Uh, oh, he's terrible. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he is terrible. So, what, um, what position on the line does he play? He's an offensive lineman. Which position, though? Uh, I believe he's the right tackle. And you're asking me too many hard questions. Well, I think it's the left guard that protects the quarterback's blind side. Am I correct? Hey, this this offensive line, it's it's patchwork. And what really hurts is Andrew Whitworth, I believe his name is. He went to the Rams. I believe he plays with the Rams now. He's an all-pro. Fact check that if you could. Andrew Whitworth, he's an all-pro for the Rams. And we lost him to free agency when we were doing one of our many rebuilds. What's what's the question about Whitworth? Who, what position he plays for? Is he uh, tackle for the uh, Rams? Right? Yeah, yeah. Incredible stud, all pro. We lost him in free agency when we did one of our many rebuilds. Uh, he would have been a great guy to protect Burroughs right now. But so I think we're all in agreement. The offensive line edge. Yeah, I haven't really analyzed that. I think uh, apparently capable enough to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. But, yeah, as far as, as top offensive lines in the league, I wouldn't put them near the top. No. no, as a matter of fact, I think they led the league in quarterback sacks. So, right, yeah, and, and giving up nine sacks to the Titans. Not yeah, a good start. Our, yeah, our offensive line sucks. The defensive line, uh, I got to put the, the the edge to, to L.A. Mm -hmm. They've got Donald. Uh, they're going to put heat on Burroughs. But I got ways that we can fix that. Yeah, I mean the yeah the the defensive backs in the secondary may be vulnerable to Burroughs coming out and throwing out his proverbial backside. Let's stick to the defensive line. We're gonna get there. Okay, okay. So defensive line, I got the edge to L.A. Would you agree with that, Bob? Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any question there. Anybody disagrees with anything we're saying? Hit first, hit the like button, and then put in your comments. Um. Linebackers, I give the, uh, the edge to L.A. again. We do have Hendrickson on the defensive line. He can be a disruptor, but I think overall. Linebacker, you got Von Miller. He's going to be – they're going to be setting him up all over the field. He could give Burroughs a very long day. Yeah, he um, can, but, I mean, for me, Von Miller has ended up being more of a situational player. He hasn't, he hasn't been the force that Aaron Donald has. Aaron Donald's been a force. Before we go any further – what beer do I have tonight? I think it was Bush. I don't know. We'll find yes. out. Here we go. We've got Bush. Oh, hello, pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have Bush. I don't know if I would call that beer. We've got Bush. I love that movie, Revenge of the Nerds. I think I've seen it a hundred times. I'm going to give the linebacker edge, though. At the end of the day, I'm going to give it to L.A. Give it to the Rams, yeah. Now, opportunistic-wise, I mean, Bengals have proven we bend, but we don't break, you know? I mean, oh no, I, they're I, averaging about seven. They're only giving up about 17 points a game in this playoffs, which absolutely. is and, and phenomenal. And, and Burroughs can can succeed against, uh, against the zone, and L.A. Rams mainly plays zone. Yeah. And it was interesting that J Jalen Ramsey has been lobbying to play Jamar Chase man to man. And I'm like, and I'm like, Ramsey, shut the hell up. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't get, you are not a defensive coordinator. Yeah. Shut up. You may not want that. 
Defensive backs, I'm going to give the edge to the Bengals. Uh, very opportunistic interceptions when they need it. Led by Ohio State alum, Eli Apple. I'm going to give the edge defensive back-wise to my Bengals. Okay. Thoughts? Okay. I I think the I think the Rams are better on defense top to bottom. But now I do have a fun stat for you. What team has led the league giving up broken tackles for yard, more yardage than anyone in the NFL? Oh, it's the Rams. The Rams. I mean that that was the stat going into the conference championship game that the 49ers were great yards after catch with, so between Debo and Kittle. They don't tackle well. Exactly. They, yeah. they give up yards after catch. And that's a soft thing. That's that's soft. So what I'm thinking here is that Burroughs can have enough time. He throws the ball 2.5 second release time. Give him three and a half seconds. Give my man three seconds after he touches the ball to release the ball. Yep, that's the, that's the title and, of my college sex tape as well. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do that, you win the game. Because then you got T. Higgins, you got Boyd, you got... Uzama, who said he's going to come back and play. You've got, obviously, Jamar Chase. You've got those weapons that can make and break a tackle. And we also found out something interesting last week. Joe Burrows can break a tackle. And I, yeah, and I, and I, Burrows is the sexy choice. Yeah, and I like Joe Mixon. I think he's a key. He could be a key to the game. He's he's a rugged dude. He could, he could run. He, I'm not going to say he's going to get 100, yeah. but he he's a very viable option in the backfield. And with really? that, with those great receivers, he doesn't have to be a superstar to, in that game, and for them to win, they can run the ball. Yeah. I, um, you know that was an interesting stat that the uh, catches after pass. I mean the uh, yeah the yards after catch. Yeah. Um, two quarterbacks lead the league in over thirty yards average per pass after catch. Yep. Guess who that is. I'm a, I'm gonna assume it's Burroughs. And Maddie. Matt Stafford. Isn't that something? So you got I, two guys that, you know, it's it's gonna be a a battle du jour. Um I think that Burroughs is so composed under pressure that he'll throw the ball away. Stafford can make some mistakes and he can make them very quickly. There was a game earlier in the season against the Niners, I believe it was, he gave up a quick 14. Two interceptions. Yeah, and and like and, and and I don't like and I don't like how the Rams looked in the second half against the Buccaneers. I I I don't know whether that was Tampa Bay adjusting or the Rams sort of imploding. You, I mean, you have a ball that gets coughed up by Cooper Cup. Yeah. You have another ball that gets cooked, coughed up by Cam Akers. Those are problems for me. They have a hands problem. They have a quarterback interception problem potentially. Makes it such an intriguing game. Coaching-wise, I give the edge to Sean McVay. Oh, he's a wonderkind. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny. Zach, uh, our coach, they wanted to fire him <laughs> two years ago. Now he's the the boy wonder. But he kept the team together. They've responded well to him. But the fact that um, McVay, I, I just give the coaching edge. And for the experience, most mostly from the experience factor. Yeah, you yeah, know, I mean, that's... That's that's where I that's where I am hoping it comes down to. It's I think top to bottom, the Rams are a more experienced, more mature team than the Bengals. A team with Odell Beckham, you're calling more mature. He's been more mature the last half a season. Good point. 
He's he's kind of he's, he's kind of he's kind of come to be what we thought he could be. Yeah, he's bought in before he started proposing to like kickers nets. <laughs> but no, and and he was what was the one game where he he threw for a touchdown? Yes. So I yeah I I know I said this going into the game against the Chiefs that that the Bengals had pretty much run the course and run the table and gone as far you as they went. You said ass whooping, I believe. I believe I did say ass whooping. I think you said you feared for his life in that game. I did fear for his life in that game, and the first half looked really, really bad. I, I said it last week. My hat's off to the Bengals' defensive coordinator for adjusting in that second half. Mahomes, look, Mahomes looked like he was injured. Yeah. He looked bad in the second Well, they half. put that spotter on him, and that guy chased him around, and yeah. he just couldn't get loose. Special teams, I got the edge going to the Bengals. That kicker is— I love McPherson. Is it McPherson? Yeah, he's he's Yeah, he's the real stat, deal. Isn't he? He's excellent. I mean, that guy's probably—I mean, right after Burroughs, he is. He's a reason we're there. Okay. You know? I mean, he'll— He'll kick you, kick you a field goal when you get stalled in the red zone and give you three versus seven. And I don't know if you have any stats for red zone defense uh, for both teams, like how many touchdowns they give up in the red zone. What's that red zone stat? Because I think that's critical. Obviously, in a big game, one game, how are you going to perform in the red zone? Are you going to give up field goals or touchdowns? Well, the Bengals have not scored well at all. Uh, Cincinnati, oh, for scoring... Cincinnati is 20th in the red zone. The Rams are 17th. Pretty close. How about defensively? That's what I'm trying to find. I'm going to guess that the Rams have an edge. One would think. What about what about LA Rams are 12th, Cincinnati is 16th. So and fairly close. And and what's the advantage? There's got to be an advantage for the Rams playing in SoFi. Well, there, there now, has to be, irrespective of the amount of fans. Can you pull up my uh, thing you're I sent you message-wise? You're used to the stadium. You're living it in, in your home. Home field event. Yeah, it's got to be. A, it's got to be a slight advantage. I'm not saying it's going to make a difference. Well, but. you would think so, but how about this? If, Don't you love that? What's that? <laughs> hey, Joe, I've got home field advantage. So, so do these, these guys. guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. So I do love yeah, Joe. Joe's man. not afraid. He's not afraid. He's unafraid. He's uh, the guy. Just seems fearless to oh me. Oh my god! Know? This is the Joe Burrow's Love Fest podcast. Oh, I love the guy. Well, that's the guy. Well, you're a Bengals homer. I, I I get that about you. Yeah, but you know what? I call it as it is. You know, and I'll tell you where it's bad. But this this game could could almost be Brady like. I'm not going to go that far and say it's Brady. But if this kid comes and just performs on this stage and wins this game against a, what I would say is a, not heavily favored, but four and a half is a, a lot of points. Brady S., who has had a 13-point underdog Super Bowl win, we can start talking with this offensive line. This, I mean, with this team, if they get an offensive line, this could be a, and keep their nucleus together. This could be a perennial Super Bowl contender. This this could be a repeat. Yeah, the 0-1 Patriots. I mean, that's that's the kind of game that you're talking about. That was the first, that was the coming out party for Brady and before could, Brady was Brady. And this could be Burroughs. It and, could you know, be. Or it could be Marino, and we never see him in a Super Bowl again. It could possibly be that. The AFC is stacked top to bottom, which I don't understand why the pundits are talking about Rodgers going to the Broncos. Yeah. 
I wouldn't want to be in the AFC. Yeah. All the young quarterbacks are in the AFC, and the elder statesman quarterbacks are in the NFC. Well, I think it's a tougher road to the Super Bowl to the N- through the NFC, especially now with uh, why not go to Tampa Bay? Why not go to? But that's for another show. Yeah, but I don't, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We could talk about during the offseason. I don't think Rogers will land in Tampa uh, Bay. Pressure to win. Which team has the pressure to win? The Rams, the, the Rams have to have to be because they are all in. Like they don't have a first round draft pick to 2024. Yeah. They have bet the farm and the adjoining parcel of land yeah. on winning the Super Bowl. This is it. This is their one chance. And uh, they went all in. They pushed all those chips in the Bengals. You know, there's no pressure. I'm sure the coaches tell them, go out there, have fun. No one expects us to win. Let's surprise them like we have everybody else. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, do, do the Rams come out like they did against the Buccaneers, put a whole crap ton of points down, and basically piss it away in the second half and let the Bengals come back in? I mean, the the Bengals are not are not going to get are are not going to get put off by the Rams jumping out to a big lead. I don't think. Yeah, which is which harkens back to my keys to winning. If I can just indulge myself and see what you all think. Here's my LA. Keys to winning. This is what L.A. has to do. And we talked about some of it. They can't fumble the ball. And they have a fumble problem. Stafford can't have a meltdown. Just where he has two or three bad series and he's throwing interceptions. Okay. And, and on defense, they have to pressure Burroughs. So if, if they do those things, don't fumble the ball, Stafford doesn't have a meltdown and they pressure Burroughs, they win the game. Three, okay, Captain Obvious. Yeah, I mean that's but that's pretty simple for a talented team like LA, you would think. Yeah, I mean, all all things being equal, if the teams play to their capability, to their average capability, the Rams win this game. Because the Rams can win this game more than just on Stafford's shoulders. They have acres there. They have Sean McVay, the wunderkind on, on offensive on, on offensive play calling. You have Cup. You have everybody else on that offense. They can win by do by a whole bunch of different ways. The Bengals win one way, and that's Burroughs playing out of his backside. Burroughs has to play out of his backside to win. If the Bengals win, Burroughs is your MVP, and he's passed for between 350 and 450 yards. Well, and four touchdowns. You're, I like the way you're thinking. This was my Bengals keys to win. Did you have anything to add to that? Well, just a quick comment is the chemistry between Joe and Jamar Chase. Is it Jamar? Yeah, Jamar. Jamar. It, it's it's amazing. Uh, this is a rookie, and Burrow is a second-year guy. Yeah. Uh, th- this, is this, this is a critical component to the game. They Ch- Chase could get three touchdowns himself. But I don't know about the 450. Does he have to get 450? I don't know. Does he have to throw for four? I say at least three. Jamar Chase can get three by himself. Mixon gets two. There's no, no. Bur- Burroughs needs. I want. I, I, I want to hear your keys for the Bengals. Oh, but Burroughs needs to play out of his ass. Right. Don't forget about T. Higgins, Boyd, Azamus coming back. I believe. So keys to win. Captain obvious. Keep Burroughs up. If you keep him up, he can throw the ball. Roll Burroughs. Uh, we sh- we saw now that Burroughs can actually move out of the pocket and get some downfield leverage. I think if he stands back there, he's going to be in trouble. But if they do rollouts where he can run, pass, throw it away, run out of bounds, they got to move Burroughs around. Okay. Uh, Uzama, 
who said he's going to play. And I love the fact that he said, I'm going to be out there, and I hope he is. Him and Mixon, they need to be speed bumps for Donald and Von Miller. In other words, Mixon needs to be right in front of Joe Burrows while he's throwing. He's the speed bump. You get the tight ends, you pull them in. We need an offensive line where our tight ends are pulled in. They're basically an extra offensive lineman. Roll Burrows out, give him options, because if he's standing back there, they're probably going to blitz him. It's going to be a long day. And I think Mixon probably won't get a lot of carries. Uh, If he can get 12 to 15 carries, give me 70 yards. Actually, if he can give me 50 yards, I'd be happy. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, the over-under for Mixon rushing yards is 62.5. Yeah, and, and that's a fair number, and I would say it's probably going to be lower. They don't have a numbers for uh, over-under for carries, do they? 16.5 uh, rushes. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like you interesting, said, interesting. like you said, they got it. Burroughs has to sling it, and Mixon has to be back there to help protect. And if they do that and give well, the kid well, time. Well, let's, let's, let's say this. Let's say they double-team double chase, which I think would be prudent. And that maybe frees up another receiver. But I think, again, I'm going to say it again. I think Mixon, if Chase is double teamed and being limited, I think I think Mixon could have a huge game. Well, just, uh, a, just a gut feeling. Well, Mixon could have a huge yeah, game. Yeah, but remember the, Ram, the Rams play mainly a zone, a, z- a zone for coverage. They mainly play zone coverage. Yeah. I think Mixon, I, I, I can see what you're saying. I think he's basically going to be a decoy. He's going to be the guy that protects Burr. He's the last line of defense. And I think if they double-team Chase, give me Tyler Boyd. Give me T. Higgins. I mean, we got other weapons. T. Higgins is no slouch. Yeah, and Burrow will get the ball to them. And he will. My other key is on defense, we're going to have to force turnovers, and we've done that. We're going to have to be that bend-but-don't-break defense. We're going to have to let uh, Stafford go on a seven-play drive, and then when he gets inside the 30, he fumbles it or turns it over. So we're going to have to play opportunistic defense, which is captain obvious. And then third, our special teams is going to have to shine. Maybe a pun run back. We know our kicker, if you can get him inside the 50, it's, you know, knock on wood, it's been automatic. So those are basically my keys to the game. Having said that, I'm curious. I've, the score has changed in my mind from 44 to 31 to 21 to 17. But I finally have settled on a score. I believe that the score is in the 20s. If the Bengals can keep these guys in the 20s, they win the game. Um, but at the end of the day, oh, God. While, oh, you're, while you're thinking about that, what was the final in the Chiefs game? It was 21-3, obviously. What was the final? It was pretty 20, high. 20, what was it, 27-24? 27-24? I think so. And they shut down the Chiefs in the second half. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah, they did. They 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 adjusted. Yeah. And see, I don't know why, but I got a feeling, and this doesn't sound it's going to be happening, this could be a high-scoring game. You would think not. What's the over-under? 50? 48 and a half. See, it's, it's, a, it's a low number. Yeah, it could I be could a- see. I could see... A lot of points being scored in this game. I know it's. it's I so, can actually see that. It's it's really weird. It's tough. Um, while you're doing that, can we take the ten year challenge for the Cowboys? <laughs> so if you guys haven't done this before, you've seen the ten year challenge. This is a team that won't be in there. 
Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and talking about running it back, you know, Jerry Jones, you know, this season was an incredible disappointment, but let's have the same coaching staff for next season. Yeah. Let's see how that turns out for you, Jerry. Score. Yeah. Let me ponder that for a minute. I'm going to pick the Bengals to win the game and I wouldn't be surprised. I'll give you a number. I I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals scored 30 points. Okay. Do they cover the four and a half? And they win the game. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm taking the over. It's going to be a high-scoring game. If the Bengals win, it has to be a high-scoring game. If the Bengals win, it is going to crush, it makes crush the over. It makes sense. But I, you you can poo-poo Stafford in the big game, you guys. I think Stafford's going to be solid. I, I think McVay's going to be solid. I think they're going to come out. They have more weapons. They have more ways to win. I think it's 35-17 Rams. Wow. Pretty easy. They hold the Bengals 17. That's impressive. If the score remains low, if, if, if the Bengals keep the game in the 20s, they win 29 24. If they don't keep it in the 20s and it's higher, the Rams win 41 34. Okay. That's so a high score, yeah. the key is the Bengals have to keep that potent LA offense. They have to hold them in check. They just have to. The defense. The defense has to play the game of their life. The offensive line has to play the game of their life. The quarterback has to play the game of his life. Okay, so 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 what is your pick, Drew? I mean, we already got Mike's. Uh, oh, he's going to pick the Bengals. No, I, no, I he's already I, said I he, he has to. I haven't been picking his... the Bengals. Uh, and if I do, they'll lose. Um, LA 41, Bengals 34. That's high scoring. Okay. Okay. And, and then the LA Rams almost cover the, the 48 and a half line all by themselves. <laughs> all by themselves. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so let's move on to a couple, uh, a couple quick, quick ones. Quarterback with most passing yards, Burroughs or, or Stafford quick, no discussion. Mike Burroughs. Burrow. Yeah, definitely. Stafford. Okay. Do we get, I'm going to set the over under for quarterbacks with with 300 yards passing or more at one and a half. You're going to take the over that both quarterbacks get 300 yards over. Yeah. I think both will go over 300. Yeah. I got it. I just feel like there's going to yeah. be an offensive game. Yeah. Okay. Which I, is, doesn't seem probable with that Ram defense, but I am, I'm actually going to take the under because I'm going to be the contrarian and say that. Are uh, you ever not the fucking contrarian? That's my job. I got it. Okay. We're going to get, you do? are we going to get somebody with a hundred yards rushing? No. Knowing, knowing that that I, I was pulling up their projections, because no. because the, the the Rams are a double threat with Sony Michelle, great Super Bowl experience. Yeah. He's been there, done it, and Cam Akers. They could both combine for 100 yards, but they won't get it. In and that's and that's actually the projection. The projection yeah. right now is 65 rushing yards for Akers and 35 for Sony Michelle. On the Bengals side, it's 55 for Mixon and 10. I'll tell you what, for all your prop bets, if I had a way to do it. I would take the bet that no one rushes over 100 yards. I, I, even yeah, even yeah, as a team. Yeah. How yeah. about this? If Joe, well, as a team, they, yeah. some team might. If Joe Mixon it. rushes for 100 yards, Bengals definitely win. Oh, yeah. Because okay. that's going to open up the pass. It's a big, it's a big if. Okay. But he's not. Yeah. Someone with 100 yards receiving, and I think you both going to Jamar Chase yes. is going to get 250 yards. He's gonna, well, he's going to okay. blow up. Okay, Captain Hyperbole. Yeah, he's going to blow up. Even if he's double teamed? He's not going to blow up We that don't bit. know that. 
we don't know that if they double team him. But he, I think those guys got the kind of chemistry. They'll figure something out. He's still going to. He won't. He won't get two fifty. He'll get a touchdown in one forty. He's projected at one hundred five. Cooper Cup is projected okay, at one hundred five. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be a contrarian. I'm going to go with T Higgins. Because there's so much attention going to be paid to all these guys. I I, I want uh, Jamar Chase, let me cover him. T. Higgins is no slouch. Okay. The guy's a flat-out baller. Fair enough. And you cannot ignore yeah. him. And I, I, I think Cooper Cup's going to have a fine game. Here's, oh, yeah, he'll be fine. Here's my favorite one. Are we going to have a scoring drive that takes less time than the national anthem? I mean, the, they're both quick. The, the the anthem the anthem is projected yeah. and and there is a prop bet out there for the length of the anthem. I think the over under is ninety four. Depends seconds. on who's singing it. Well, the, the the over under is ninety four. So they're predicting the anthem to you be right around the, the buck anthem? thirty. I don't know because it's one of these new freaking singers that has to like a Mariah Carey. The shit just the oh. Uh, Grammy Grammy Award nominated country music artist Nikki Oh, please stop. I'm gonna, I'm, 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 I'm turning your microphone off. <laughs> I can drive that shit out, man. They always have someone great singing. The well, the, the 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 over under is 94 seconds. So are we gonna because it's a country singer? Under market. Yeah, that's another bet. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, but what's on the screen? A scoring drive that takes less time than the anthem. Too potent, offensive, capable. If I had a gun in my head, I'd say there will be a quick play. So I'm going to uh, go. I, I, would, I would say unlikely. But but if there's a turnover deep in someone else's territory, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah I, I, one play. It's, it's a safe bet for me that we will have one that's going to yeah. last less than a minute 30 on the clock. I won't take that bet. But it could, yeah, it certainly could happen. But I'm not taking that one. Coin toss. Mike? What do I pick? Heads or tails? Yeah, or that's a tails. coin. Tails never fails. <laughs> tails never fails. No, heads. Heads win 60% of the time. <laughs> if you don't believe me out there in fan land, flip a coin 10 times. There'll be at least six times heads. Okay. And what is the point spread going to be at halftime without going over? The you don't have to pick points. who's winning, just the spread. At I, after the, uh, you no, know, at halftime. So the game's already played a half. and we're yeah. one, one half. Three What's points. It'll be three points. Oh, the point spread. Three or less. Who's winning? Um, you want to know who's winning? Bengals. Well, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, the the I, spread. I, I, I think if, well, if LA, do you think LA's going to be ahead? Oh, God, yes. So if you think LA's going to be ahead, then it's going to be um, probably a pick em. So you think it's straight up, it's. If it, you think LA's going to be a pick em. They're tied at halftime. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I would league. say three points or less. Yeah, it's going to be very close, yeah. I think. I'll um, say pick them. Uh, 14. Oh, blow 14. Off. 14 points. At, ha after, you mean at half halftime. Time line will be 14? So one, the, I, I am all in on, on the LA Rams, and I think they will be leading this game by 14 and a half. Oh, you, who do you think is going to be leading? I thought you with the point spread. No, 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 no. Not, not the, the betting line spread. Oh, okay. What's the point gotcha. spread between winning and losing um, team at halftime? So I think at halftime, the Bengals will be down by nine. Nine? I say 14, Mike. Do you understand the bet now? Halftime? Halftime. What's the spread between the winning and losing team at halftime? Yeah, I think it's going to be three or less. Okay. Okay. So to your point and what I just said, if, it's, if you think they're up 14 and I think they're going to be up nine, that'd be in L.A., 
I think at halftime it would be Pickham or Bengals or actually L.A. minus one. Yeah. Who knows? It'll all be settled this time next week. And and, and you're, and you're going to be turning back all the tape because I'm going to be calling you saying, can you rewind what I said and I was right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and, and to your point, th- this is interesting, and this is more Cowboy fan baiting. So sorry, Cowboys fans. Joe Burrow has more playoff wins in 2020 than Dak Prescott, Tony Romo, and the entire Dallas Cowboys $6 billion franchise has in the last 27 years. Ouch. I love it. What is what is the one consistent thing in the Cowboys' inability to have postseason success in the last 27 years? A guy named Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones. baby. Well, do we have anything else to talk about? Well, I mean, for for all you baseball fans out there, put out your put out your prayers that the that labor and management get to some agreement because it looks like we are starting spring training late, and I think a start of the season on April one is in yeah. jeopardy. We're in big trouble, kids. And I love baseball. There's a lot of money, so I think they're going to figure something out. I yeah, they do. yeah, that's funny. Did they figure shit out two years ago when they could have started on July 4th? No. Millionaires big fighting egos. over millions. No, billionaires fighting over billions. I wish I was a Major League Baseball owner. Anyway. Well, well folks, we're going to have it all settled next week. Thank you so much. Again, we're on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Have we been kicked off Twitter yet? We haven't been kicked off Twitter yet because I'm not posting very, very much. Have you got us kicked off Spotify yet? We are not big, We are not kicked off Spotify. You are Joe Rogan Jr. over there, man. I am not Joe Rogan Jr. Thank you very much. I'm not going to put Malone on this podcast. Love Joe Rogan. <laughs> Love Joe Rogan. <laughs> All right. We'll talk politics later, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Okay, and we are and out. As always, OH. Yeah, okay. We're out. Okay.